Um, how's that sound from your perspective, Justine and Marika? Yeah, look, I, I think you're right. I've been using the term homeschooling quite loosely and I have been aware of the inaccuracies of that because, as you said, I think there's a whole lot more that goes on than certainly what I'm doing in my capacity at home. I just sort of thought it's a cute little term because they're, they're having their schooling at home um, at the moment rather than being in the workplace. And it must be, I, I think that the teachers of my son's school, and I'm sure right across the state, the country, in fact, the world, have been doing an absolutely amazing job at adapting the resources and moving really quickly to get this right because I can see my son is engaged still. Not all the time, not all the time, um, but certainly he he is still learning. But we'll, I'm looking forward to hearing some of your tips, Martin, and I'll no doubt have some <laughs> questions for you too on, on strategies for parents and how they can really facilitate that so they're, their children don't slip behind. So that, that's my two bits. Mariko, you were going to ask something. Yeah, I put my hand up. Yep. So, um, yeah, so Mariko here. Um, yeah, because I've got a, a daughter in primary school. And so, yeah, I just want to bounce off what you were saying. So, um, yeah, because I was initially thinking, oh, do we have to basically replicate a, you know, usual six-hour school day at home? So, like, you know, from nine in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon. But what we've been finding is that um, with the set daily tasks, um, we could get through to work in half the time. And I was wondering, oh, is that, are we doing the right thing or is it meant to take longer? But yeah, then I hear about, um, similar to what you're saying about with the high school students, you know, between each period, they would you know, have a little bit of break um, for, you know, a cup of water and that sort of thing. And with primary school kids, I guess they do spend a lot of time um, you know, running around and also lining up for various things as well. So I guess you can see how to, how long a school day can be. But when you take all out all those sort of variables, um, you can condense the lessons into a uh, shorter time frame. Justine, yeah. Yeah, look, that's really great advice. I guess one of the things that really concerns me through all this is the potential exacerbation of inequality in our education system. So I think that for, for many kids perhaps in our area in particular you know they do have access to good resources they've got they've got the internet they've got the uh, electronic tools they need but it concerns me that students in other more remote locations or from potentially socially disadvantaged areas don't have the same degree of access as other kids so that is going to be exacerbated the already existing inequity will become more pronounced. How, how do you see the education system dealing with that moving forward? Um, I, I sent you a link today, Justine. Um, you may have had a chance to look at it. It's NESA, which is our governing body in New South Wales. Uh, used to be called, um, I've forgotten now, so long ago anyway, NESA. They are very mindful of that. And what they are doing is, is they're making changes to make sure there is equity when it comes to things like the HSC and even year 11 assessments. So what they're doing is they're making suggestions. I don't want to quote, but it's definitely there. I saw it today. They're making changes to group work. They're making changes to major assignments and things like that so that there's a level playing field when it comes to the ability to do major works, for example whereas some people might not be able to do their major works under certain circumstances. I think deep down fundamentally equity is a core issue and a core understanding in educational circles like that. And if there is evidence of equity there, everything has been done to make it a level playing field. That's, for, that's been my experience and what I've seen. I don't know if you 
like the answer, but that's. I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> oh, that you would share my concern is, yeah, it's good to see that that is being addressed and it's just something that I think it will be difficult for kids to have, you know, some kids are going to be able to manage it a lot better um, than other kids just inherently, I guess, because they're more self-disciplined and they're able to um, have the motivation, intrinsic motivation. But uh, but in other circumstances, I think some kids just will not have computers, access to computers. There might be one computer in the home and the parents trying to, to share it to do their own work and things like that. So I think there are really, really challenging times. And I Look hope across- that, um, yeah, I hope that that will be something that everybody's really cognizant of in not just the next, uh, you know, the immediate Side, other side of this, but in the years to come. Just to follow up on what you're saying, um, and if I can make this comment in the context of the broad sectors of education, last night, for example, um, I won't say who, but we have what's known as teach meets. You've probably heard of them. And then we had a teach meet of about 60 teachers. Um, it was online, it was through Microsoft Teams, it was managed by a group of teachers across all sectors mainly in New South Wales with a couple of ex-New South Wales people in Queensland. And quite clearly, everyone is conscious of this and everyone is walking, working towards modifying and changing and making sure all the information that is required for the learning of their classes is in one spot, one-stop shopping, so people can actually get the, 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 the most common experience. From my experience, I'm finding, in fact, actually, I'm even more organised because you have to be. I can see Marika nodding probably from the university perspective when you've got a lot of content you've got to get across and you don't necessarily have, and Marika can affirm to that the couple of times I've been a guest lecturer at Macquarie University, you sit in a room and there's only five kids, students there, and everyone else is at home listening to it remotely. Marika, you were? Yeah, no, that, that's right. So, um, yeah, and then also just, you know, from my experience, I guess doing the PhD pretty much um, mostly from home. So, yeah, I guess it's... Um, yeah, I guess the challenge of um, those sort of different learning environments and the expectation, managing all those expectations as well. Yeah, fair enough, Justine, yeah. yeah well, I think one of the really positive sides of this that I have found from having my son learn at home is that when his school day has finished just after 3 o'clock, it, we've suddenly got all this time that we wouldn't otherwise have because he's not having to catch the bus home from school and not getting in until 430 at night and then he's not being burdened with homework he seems to be moving through and not having homework whether that's a good thing or not I don't know but we're having all this time that we didn't have previously to do things like gardening and cooking and we get out and we go for a you know we're, we're fortunate to live in this area with lots of open green space so we can get out and we can walk and I'm really actually loving that side of it I don't know if that's been your experience too Mariko having your kids at home yeah no that's um well I'm doing a lot more cooking um not really with the kids but I guess doing it for them but uh yeah I guess um you know we've got a pretty big yard so you know we're similar adjusting where the kids can go out in this bit of green space um without leaving the property and so um yeah I think just being able to um enjoy the house a bit more and I think the kids being able to um especially during the daytime too so being able to go outside and um, but yeah, something I'm going to have to work on over the next few weeks is doing more of that sort of outdoor-based learning. And so um, there's a Facebook group I follow, um, which is around like outdoor learning. And so, you know, 
going out, uh, particularly for the younger kids, like, you know, collecting leaves and using those leaves for sort of learning activities like numbers and counting and art-based projects. So, yeah, I think it's just really taking the opportunity, I guess, uh, out of this uh, circumstance and, yeah, seeing what, what sort of other learning opportunities we can really get out of this. Yeah. Well, the interview with the early childhood educator that we will have played or are about to play on Street Beat focuses very much on that, is what you can do with your young kids to keep them engaged using just the materials that are around the house. The early childhood educator that we spoke to, Janine Frost, is very much about nature-based learning. So I'm sure that you'll get a few tips from that. It would be wonderful for little kids. My kids are obviously at a different stage, but I certainly must say that I'm enjoying the slower pace of life and the fact that we're engaging a lot more as a family than we have had the opportunity to do for some time. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's funny how it takes a pandemic to um, kind of look at life differently and uh, I guess seeing how the government's been responding in recent days and hours like um, there, there are big changes that are, you know, can do and in other circumstances may not have been done but for what is happening now. So, yeah, I guess it all comes back to that sort of half glass, half full, half empty sort of way of looking at it. But, yeah, maybe that's, I guess, the way to look at what opportunities can come out of this. Yeah. So that's probably – we're moving into areas I'd love to talk about, but let's try and say say – keep our focus on homeschooling or online learning or virtual learning and I think we've done a good job but I think we've pretty well covered all bases and we've got some interviews to come up next I assume.